you know what time it is. It's time to sound the horn. And we're back, the Horn Brothers, the Sound the Horn podcast, here talking about your very favorite fan sports topics. Ben, Danny, Riley, the gang's all here. It's been a while. How are you guys doing? It's been a minute or two. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, we need to get back at it. Life is in the way of a lot of that, but uh, I'm ready. Baseball season hasn't exactly been great for me with the Red Sox. I mean, probably better than I thought, but uh, I'm ready for some football. Maybe not college football after Boise State's dismal performance on Saturday, but, you know. We'll it is. It has been a long time. It's been a been a long summer. We have not done much, but uh, let's ready to get back into it. Football is always a great time for rebirth, right? For for rejuvenation. It's the start of football season. I mean, Saturday I was a total bum, and we just you know, it's football time. Let's get it done. It is football time, and we're brothers, so we still talk. But we haven't talked to you guys in a long time and recorded our conversations, so we need to we need to get into some stuff. Yeah, baseball season. Ben, you know what I've realized? Hmm. If your career is over in Boston, you just need to go to L.A., and then, like, everything's better, you know? Like, rejuvenation. You to the Dodgers. Like, we'll turn you around, you know? Figure it out. But, um. Yeah, baseball season is is wrapping up. We're gonna we're gonna talk a couple of things today. We're gonna talk the NFL season coming up. We're gonna talk a little bit MLB playoffs that are happening here soon. But wanted to start off first. The big news, the big story in college football right now has been college realignment. Now, this is one that I think impacts fans more than anything. College football is one of those, well, college sports in general, but really what is realignment about? It's about football, right? College football no. is about tradition. It's about money. It's about well, it's it it has been, and now it's becoming about money, right? And so, just recently, so we had Colorado join the Big Twelve, which set off a number of moves where Washington and Oregon go to the, go to the Big Ten, and they join USC and US UCLA. Then you have Arizona, Arizona State, Utah go to the Big 12, the Pac-12 basically collapses. And then this last week, of all the crazy things, Stanford and Cal decide, let's go to the ACC. Yeah. Both of them within 50 miles of the Pacific Ocean. They're now in the Atlantic coast. But whatever. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, college, the the conference names don't mean anything. Uh, Riley, just your initial reaction, seeing all the changes to the college football landscape with the realignment i mean it's it just doesn't make sense anymore at at a certain point we all know what in my opinion i think a lot of people know is going to happen it's going to become four super conferences that are college football everyone else that's left out is going to just they're going to make like a lower tier not down to the fcs but you're not going to be the top tier in these four conferences and you can play your games against your people but if you're not in one of these four super conferences, you're not going to get in the college football playoff. You're not going to be part of anything. And I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's money driven. Like we know it's money driven. The PAC 12 messed up like big time. And that's on the PAC 12 organization, but they messed up big time having a chance of possibly expanding and making it, making it better when they started to see all this. And then it just all went to, to crap for them. 
I I feel I think what makes me the most sad or what I feel the worst about is is the other sports. You know, I mean, this is a decision that was based solely on football and solely on money. So, you know, your team's going to the SEC, you're now getting $60 million in TV rights. And now, you know, I saw uh, an interview with, I think she was from UCLA, a softball player that said, she, you know, she chose to go to UCLA because her family lives in California and she hoped that at least her family could travel to some of her games that are in California. You know, they're going to be able to play, watch her play Stanford, Cal, USC, even Arizona, Arizona State. Those are all pretty close to her. And now she's going to be traveling to Rutgers in New Jersey to play softball, you know, the Stanford's diving team is going to have to go to a dive meet in North Carolina. How much sense does this make? None of this, let's call it what it is. We have completely forgotten about the student and the student athlete, and we've gotten it about money. Nick Saban gets this money, and I saw a thing that he said he's going to need an extra $60 million in order to, from people to pay his players to be competitive so that they can have the NIL. And so he's begging everybody to pay the players something for NIL. Like that's where we've gotten to. And it's sad. We're, we're now missing out on bedlam in Oklahoma. We're not going to have Oklahoma, Oklahoma state. We're not going to have the civil war in Oregon. We're not going to have the apple cup in Washington. The things that made college football and college sports in general, great was this regionality of, of competition and fighting out with your neighbors and, that's all gone that i mean danny you're there in washington area like what's the mood there as far as the washington state washington thing like that's sad yeah yeah it's not i mean it's not good right right <laughs> it's um yeah i think the big one that sticks that sticks out to me when i was looking at the details of all of this and I mean, you guys are both big boise state fans I think like the big losers in all of this are the mid majors, right? Because look at what Cal and Stanford did. They said, we're going to take a 30% TV right to the ACC 30%, which is about 9 million a year on their TV deal, right? To travel all over the country. And you're saying the mountain West with Boise state, San Jose state, San Diego state, Colorado state, a lot of state schools, apparently like all of these like schools, like you can't come up with a deal better than that. And I think it goes to your point, Riley, like you're either in one of these four or you're out. And I think SMU knew, knew that too. They'll join the, AC, the ACC without any TV money. They're like, we just want to be in one of these four, because if you're not in one of the four, you're out, you're out at this point. And, and it might be three. Like, I don't know how much longer the ACC is going to stick around because UNC and Clemson are restless and Florida State, they want out. Yeah, they, they want to go to the SEC. Right. <clears throat> and so I think it's definitely a power move. And what you're seeing is the mid-majors are the ones that are getting hit hard with it. Well, there's no there's no Cinderella story in college football anymore at that, like when it gets to that, right? There's no... Boise State going to the Fiesta Bowl and beating Oklahoma. Like that stuff's not going to happen for you anymore because those teams aren't going to have a chance to even prove themselves and work their way to those moments, right? And going with the whole expanded playoff and everything, that's great. But if you're leaving out some of those, you know, T 
teams that are coming from from below that are trying to prove themselves, then you're not truly capturing capturing the spirit of college sports in general. Right? That's the the beauty of college sports. Well, and for, that, but for now, like yeah. that is an option for those teams. Nothing's for changed now. as far as that goes. Like we haven't Correct. gotten there yet. Um, you know, Oregon State, Washington State are probably going to end up joining the Mountain West, which in some ways regionality makes sense because. Oregon State and Washington State are probably both closer to Boise State than any almost any other Mountain West school. I mean, it makes sense. They're right there. Um, so, yes, they still have a chance to go to the – I mean, win your conference and you're in. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it's – they're ruining – it's ruining for me what makes college football great. No more Rose Bowl. No more Big Ten, Pac-12, Rose Bowl. No more – I mean, and that was pretty much gone anyways with this playoff, but I I feel like some people are really just looking for money, and they've and I don't want to see any of those NCAA commercials where they talk about going pro in something other than sports and all that garbage. That that's not what the NCAA is about. The NCAA is about making money, and I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear any of that garbage anymore because it's. This is about football, and that's the only thing it's been about. You know, if if Stanford and Cal cared about anything other than football, and, and they want to play the academic card and whatever else academically, the Mountain West isn't at the same level. And you're right, academically it's not. But basketball-wise, the Mountain West is next is right there. You know, and they make $7, 8000000 million a year. Like, they took the money because eventually they're going to get more money, and that's what they're hoping for. But... I'll just say, long live the alliance, right? Yeah. Bowl coalition. Remember that? The coalition, <laughs> the bowl coalition. Oh, no, no, no. The alliance. Remember when the, the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12 signed an alliance that they're going to they're gonna work together? Oh, yeah, gonna, yeah. They're yeah. not going to reap yeah, each other's members. What, you know? Right. Long live the alliance. Like, <laughs> you go to the Pac-12 being mismanaged, be like, yeah, yeah, we're all on board with this in the Big Ten. Big Ten and the ACC are like, yeah, uh-huh. Yep, uh-huh, yep. Yeah, we'll let yeah, you guys yeah. do the talking. Yeah. yeah, we're all on board. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it's – everything's changed. College football, there's always been realignment. Uh, it just – it sucks. It's going to be different. You know, some rivalries are coming back. Texas and A&M are coming back. You know, you still have Texas, Oklahoma, BYU, Utah's coming back. I think there's still ways to keep some of those rivalries, but – as a BYU fan, when Utah left the Mountain West, it wasn't the same. The rivalry wasn't the same. You know, like you're, you're not, it doesn't have the same cachet when you're not, there's not conference title on the line, right? And so Oregon State and Oregon will probably still play, but it's not going to be the same, right? Same with Washington, Washington State. I think the real losers here is Oregon State, Washington State. Their, their whole athletic budget has gone down the tank and they're, institutionally the impact that it's going to have on those two campuses is huge is huge what they're going to have to go through so it's tough it's tough but that's that's part of college sports yeah i guess it's it is but it's not so it doesn't it shouldn't be to me but nobody thought about they thought about 10 percent of their student athletes in their colleges and they didn't think about any of the others you know, if you had told me you were thinking about the swimming team or the diving team or the baseball team or the softball team or anything other than football, you're full of it because that's all they were thinking about. 
But See, the but others also benefit from the money that they get from football. Right, but we're talking student athletes. We're not talking pro athletes. We're not talking minor league NFL or minor league anything else. How how fair is it for a softball player to need to travel to from Los Angeles, California to Rutgers, New Jersey for a softball game and then get back and go to class and do schoolwork and, and all of the other things that go along with what the NCAA says they're about, which is the student athlete, the student. And there's no student involved in any of this. There's no thought process about that. This is just a mockery, and what they're doing is turning themselves into minor league NFL, and that's because well, they're not should, thinking about that. Should the football programs just start just break away from all the other conferences and everything else? That way, you can still have the regional conferences for. I think that at the end of the day, the that sport, the, the, like the, to me the best separate. thing that the best option is forty teams, whatever. The NFL pays their salaries. It's minor league NFL. And you could have the colleges if you want or something, but whatever 30 teams, 40 teams, whatever you want to do and and go with that because otherwise we've now lost what college football is, what made it great with the passion and everything else. I still love college football. Don't get me wrong. I watched a lot of games on Saturday, but it's not, it's not the same. It's not going to be the same going here on out in it. That's my biggest fear. I don't know. Eric Dickerson driving around in a gold Trans Am, you know, like, like he wasn't playing for the passion when he went to SMU to do that. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah, but then about those it. people got in trouble for that garbage. And now it's, yeah, now but it was, the I mean, it's been happening. It's been happening forever though. I'm just saying like, it's different. It's, it's more open now instead of being under the table, but yeah. You also have gambling scandals happening at Ohio State and other schools where Iowa State it was Iowa State yeah it was one of those yeah Iowa State one of those Midwest State college places I don't know whatever the funny thing on that one is it was Iowa State versus Iowa and the players were betting the under we're like that's the easiest money ever like of course Iowa's gonna like bet the under they're (laughs) never gonna score well they set the over under 11 and a half I think usually in Iowa (laughs) games but doesn't matter who they're playing they don't nobody scores yeah yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see what happens what happens with washington state and oregon state but let's talk the nfl season a little bit and before we so we have our fantasy draft tomorrow night sound the horn fantasy we'll check it out we also might do something you know we should do a a, uh nfl pick competition on our sound the horn facebook page see who who has the best picks each week we might do that stay tuned if you want to join see if you're good at picking some nfl games but that's a good idea before we talk fantasy let's just i want to do real quick super bowl predictions who do you think is going to win it all but since i'm moderating this i'm going to put one rule in here it can't be the chiefs it can't be the eagles all right Super Bowl prediction can't be the Chiefs or the Eagles. So basically, you want us to make a wrong Super Bowl prediction? (laughs) Yeah, you want us to choose someone who doesn't have a chance? Outside of the Chiefs, all right, because that's the easy pick, right? Who's winning the Super Bowl if you're not picking the Chiefs? Well. And I'm wondering, is this Ben's annual 
I'm gonna pick the Chargers like we do every year. Or <laughs> hey, they got Kellen Moore. And then be disappointed. They got Kellen Moore. Well, that's what I was thinking. They got Kellen Moore. Are you gonna yeah, be going like Chargers Homer? I might be a little bit. You know, that's gonna be my new West Coast team now that you know. I mean, so so all in on the Pats. I got the hat on, but uh, you know, we're gonna be lucky to to win six games, and I'm kind of hoping, you know, maybe we'll lose a few and we can get. Because I'm not all in on Mac Jones, so I'm ready to. Um, after watching Washington play Saturday, I'm all in for, uh, you know, lose for, uh, panics, 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 junior, man. You don't want Mac and panic for panics, panic for panics. That's my new thing. Anyways. Um, I think if I had to go with a Super Bowl pick outside of those, um, man, in all honesty, I mean, I'd have to go, I want, I'm, the Eagles are one of my favorites. Like, I don't know what the Eagles are going to do, but uh, I'm excited for what they got going on. So, um, yeah, you handcuffed me. I'll go with the Chargers. I'll go with the Chargers. I'm excited. I'm all in. All right. Disappointment coming. All right, Riley, go ahead. Um, I mean, Ben does his annual, I'm going to choose the Chargers. Riley's going to do his annual, I'm going to choose the Bills. Because I still have faith in Josh Allen. The dude's a stud. And I think that they're they're going to get over the hump one of these days if they can ever beat the freaking Chiefs. The, the problem is beating the freaking Chiefs. But, you know, I mean, you you could still go for the Bengals. If Joe Burrow gets healthy, like, that's a, that's still a good good pick. I mean, the Bengals are still a solid team. Um, but I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with the Bills again. I, I'm gonna go with them. You know, I wanted to make a joke, but I can't even make the joke. Like I was gonna say Jets, Aaron Rodgers, but like I can't even make the joke. That's just it's awful. I kind of thought he was gonna go with the right. Niners. But All right, I'm gonna go there. The mean green fighting Aaron oh, Rodgers are gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Get out of here! He didn't win it in, in Green Bay except once a hundred years ago. Yeah, so. Danny's been watching Hard Knocks too much. He's all yeah. excited. Let's go! Let's go! Now, here's the thing. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to get hurt in the playoffs, and Zach Wilson is going to take over and win it all. <laughs> Super Bowl MVP. Here we go. He's the new Nick Foles. Reclamation okay. project. Got it. <laughs> None of that's probably going to happen. No, I think, like, well, it'll be interesting to see because they've actually surrounded Rodgers with a really good team. The Jets actually, they weren't a bad team last year. They just had bad quarterback play, right? And... Like you fix that. I don't know. Like the AFC East, I think is the most interesting division in football this year by far. Cause like we're talking the bills, the dolphins are good. The jets are going to be good. The, the Patriots, Patriots are going to be, be in the same division. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the it's AFC East, the AFC North panic for uh, panics, the AFC West, like really too. Like, the Broncos could be good. The Chargers could be good. The Chiefs, we know, are going to be good. It's it's going to be the AFC seems the to Raiders be and the Broncos are a lot be of terrible, teams. But okay. Well, why did you just discount the Broncos so easily? Oh, were they good last year? Russell Wilson's Sean terrible now. All of a sudden, he gets paid <laughs> and he's terrible. Okay. Broncos puts country, on an orange uniform. Puts on an orange uniform let's and he ride. can't play football anymore. You know, it's really it's it's because he was um, the danger Russ, the the subway commercials. You know, that's that's what took him down. Yeah. <laughs> um. So okay, 
So Ben, you're you're saying Chargers. Riley's picking the Bills. I'm going with the Jets. We're all picking AFC teams. Yeah, I still think I like the Niners coming out of the NFC. We'll see. Oh, Riley, by the way, more disappointing. Trey Lance or oh, what's his name? Carson Wentz. Um Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Carson Wentz by far, because Carson Wentz was like on an MVP run and then became just a total bum. All like, I've learned is don't take at least quarterbacks out of MVP North run. Dakota State. Don't <laughs> do it. Just whatever you do, never take a quarterback out of North Dakota State ever again. That's what we've learned. But at least Wentz had an MVP run. You know, Lance, it was just <laughs> He sputtered from the gecko. Like that card yeah, never he got just, started. He just never had it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um, let's talk fantasy real quick. Okay, Ben, who's your fantasy breakout star? Who who are you picking? Okay, so I'm gonna this is gonna be a little bit of a homer pick, but at the same time it's not. I'm gonna go with my boy from Boise State, Alexander Madison. He's finally getting the helm this year. Dalvin Cook's out in Minnesota. He's going to be the everyday back up there and uh, draft Alexander Madison. He's he's going to be a breakout star. You, you know, he's been a backup. He's had his opportunities once in a while, and he's done well. This is the year. Alexander Madison. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal Danny's. And, uh, I mean, the obvious one, B. John Robinson's going to just blow it up. The dude has some freaking talent. And he, as a running back, he, he's going to rack up the points. He's going to break it out. You've got to – we got to buy his, his condiments, B. John Mustardson. You know, he, he's, got, he's, got some, he's got some good mustard there you can buy. Um, you know, I'm going to go – he was a little bit of a breakout star last year, but a little bit of a sleeper and surpriser pick. Tyler Algier, the other of the two-headed monster there in Atlanta, I think is going to have a big year. One, I worry about Bijan as a rookie staying healthy all year. And I think whoever gets the ball, they have no passing offense, right? Ritter can't throw the ball. So they're going to go through the running game a lot. I think Algier is going to have a big year. But I do like that pick, Riley, of, of – um, Robinson, he's just, he's going to be picked really, really high in a lot of drafts. And so Algier, I think is more of a value pick that you can get later on in your fantasy league. Yeah. Who's, uh, who's going to be a bust this year? Who are you projecting is going to be drafted way too high or has a reputation that they're not going to be able to live up to? Um, I mean, the guy that I think, I think people will some people will pass on him. I think people will pick him up too quickly because they think that he'll come back healthy and do a lot of stuff. But he did this to me last year as Cooper Cup. That he's just going to be another bust. Like people are going to think they're going to get a steal because you know he's injured and they're going to pick him up a little, you know, a little later than they think they would have been able to. But someone's going to pick him up too early, and then he's just going to be injured all year and give them nothing. Plus, the Rams are just not that good right now, and I think that it's, it's, he's just going to bust hard. All right, Riley's cup is half empty. All right, um, Ben, who are you? This is going to hurt me a little bit, and I don't know. It's not. I drafted the guy. He's he's kind of he's not at a higher level draft, so I'm not. I don't know if it's a bust bust, but I think he's getting drafted a little too high, um, and that's DeAndre Hopkins. I think people think that you know, hey, he's going to come back. He's going to be the guy. Um, obviously he's not in Arizona anymore. Um, so 
you know, they think, well, maybe now that he has a, you know, he's not playing for, um, with, uh, what's his face, Oklahoma boy down there, Kyler Murray, you know, maybe he'll have an opportunity, um, in Tennessee, not that they have a better quarterback, but he'll be the man. And so I just don't see it. Um, I don't think he's going to come back to any level that we saw him in Houston or early on in, in Arizona. I think that DeAndre Hopkins is on the way down. Yeah, that's a good pick. He's getting old, and I don't think they don't have a pass game in Tennessee either. Right. So right, it's just not a. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a great value pick for where he's usually going in his ADP. Um, I just people are are too high on him. I'd leave him alone. I drafted him in one in my league, but that's because I got him way late, and so I took a flyer. But yeah, the one that I think is going to fall off is. Debo Samuel. And I and I don't think it's because he's necessarily lost a step or anything, but San Francisco went and got they got their man um McCaffrey and it's basically eaten into who Debo Samuel was. He doesn't well, his value was that he was basically a running back and a wide receiver and now he's just a wide receiver, right? Cuz McCaffrey's taken over that role. Um so I don't think he's going to be as productive as he has been in years past. So well, because Christian McCaffrey is Debo Samuel, but like better. Yeah, essentially. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how all that come, plays out. And again, join our fantasy league. We had the winner last year, Greg Koenig. We'll see if we can take him down. Um, Greg, we're coming for you. Our draft is coming up, so we'll see how it goes. And you can check in on our league throughout the year. Riley, maybe you can win a game this year. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I think I finished ahead of you last year. Shut up. All right, so let's go into real quickly the MLB playoffs. Um, you like that segue? Get out of that one. Um, just real quick, we're going to play rapid fire this or that as we go to the MLB playoffs with a couple of the big storylines that we're hitting. The National League has really kind of turned into a two-team race. So, Ben, if you're picking this or that, Braves or Dodgers coming out of the National League? Dodgers. I mean, excuse me, Braves. Uh, just You had it right the first time. No, I was. I had yeah. it wrong. I'm going to go with Braves. I think that they just got more consistency. So, Your your inner self knew better, Dodgers. Come on. Like, the they had a rough series, but, you know, they, they went and got the third game. Those were all playoff atmosphere games, fun to watch. Dodgers are openly going to get it done. I want to say Dodgers, but I'm saying Braves. The Dodgers pitching staff isn't healthy enough. And then Urias just got arrested today for domestic violence. That's not going to help. So and it's something new with yeah. a stolen vehicle, too. It's like a felony. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, not good. So I'm going to have to go Braves. I wish I could say Dodgers. My heart says Dodgers, but I'm going Braves here. Acuna or Betts for the MVP? Acuna. I mean, he just did something that nobody's ever done in the history of baseball. I mean, Acuna. I, I mean, I love I, mean, I love Mookie, but no. Mookie and um, uh, Freeman are both doing MVP things, but Acuna's just doing otherworldly things, right? Like, you just you just can't keep up with him. Unfortunately, he's going to be the guy that's going to take it because he's he's out of this world right now. Yeah, Acuna. Any what did he hit the ball like 122 miles an hour or something the other night? Like, yeah, <laughs> stupid. All right. Um, AL East is heating up. This the Rangers should have run away with this division. 
mad at them. But the AL like East or the AL West? Years. Or AL West, excuse oh, okay, me. AL okay. West okay. is heating up. Rangers should have ran away with it. Um, the Mariners have been the hottest team in baseball the second half of the year. Who's winning the AL West? Rangers, Astros, or Mariners? I think I think the key is you said the Rangers should have run away with it, but they're the Rangers. Like you had to know it was coming at some point. I'm gonna go with the Mariners. I think the Mariners are gonna stay hot. You know, at some point the the kick the Mariners in the shins and tell them they're not good enough is gonna run out and they're gonna have some success. So Mariners. I just can't believe the Mariners have come from where they are. The Red Sox played them like three weeks ago when it was, you know, they're basically tied. I think the Red Sox were ahead of them in the wild card. And look, now the Mariners are leading AL West. Um, I think that I think it's the Mariners pitching staff, young talent, excited. They're going to have, have more energy. I think that they're going to run away with it. I think that they probably win by five or six games. Yeah. I'm going to – I think the Mariners win it too, but I think all three of these teams make the playoffs. All right, Rays or O's, who closes it out in the AL East? I think, this, I think it's the Orioles. I'm going to go with the – I'm going to go with the Orioles also. They've got the lead. Yeah, both two young, exciting teams. We didn't see either of them at this point being in this, so – and then the last one, the last wild card is down to four teams tied for the last wild card spot in the National League. D-backs, Giants, Reds, or Marlins, who takes it? This this is a fun race, and this is what makes baseball exciting. I mean, it's going to come down to it. And I think I'm going to go with the Reds. I mean, just some young talent. They're exciting to watch. I think they're going to get it done, and I can't bring myself to cheer for the D-backs or Giants or pick them for anything. So, I just can't believe the D-backs are even there. First of all, let's go with the Reds. I like I love Ellie De La Cruz, so I just want to see him in the playoffs. That's I guess selfish. Yeah, I hate to say this, I'm going Giants. Um, they're just the most experienced team. The Reds are just too young, but they are very exciting. Very exciting. Interesting to see how it plays out. Thanks for listening, everybody, for stopping in. We'll try to do this a little bit more often, but as always, you know where to find us. iHeartRadio. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Basically, anywhere you get podcasts, we're there. And check us out on our Facebook page. Leave a message. We'd love to hear what you have to think. Thanks for listening. Thanks for stopping by. And we'll see you with the fantasy football. We out.